What's the word on the streets, Los Angeles? It's me, your host, Casey Diaz. Author of The Shot Caller and host of The Shot Caller Podcast. Good to be back with everybody that's been on board since day one on this podcast. Hey, listen, there's there's some good news uh, happening around this country. And uh, I'm going to just share where I just came from. Um, so I went on a speaking engagement uh, over this weekend. Left on Thursday, came back uh, Monday night. And I got to tell you, I had a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, time with brand new friends that I met from Harvest Church in Pennsylvania. And uh, uh, they have four campuses. One of them is in Catanning, which seems to be the most popular one. I'm not sure. Um, just putting it out there. I don't know. <laughs> but um, some great pastors that I met out there that invited me over, and uh, man, uh, we were just, I went with um, several of my, um, I went with several of my uh, friends. Uh, I took um, a friend of mine, some of you remember him, Uh, he was the co-host here on the podcast, Joe Needler, and uh, then I took neighbor Dave. (laughs) <laughs> neighbor Dave and neighbor Dave became famous over there with that nickname neighbor Dave and he was asked um he was asked by uh by one of the fellows over there at the men's retreat you know how did you end up with that nickname neighbor Dave and he looked over at me and he said well um um my name is Dave and Casey's my neighbor so I'm neighbor Dave <laughs> And so that name just stuck to him uh, throughout this retreat. But we had such a great time over there um, with these uh, this church and um, the, uh, these men from this church. Uh, just, uh, you know, Pastor Mike Harvey, who um, uh, chaperoned us pretty much uh, since the minute that we landed <coughs> uh, all the way through. And... Uh, you know, we, we it, these kind of retreats are so important. If your church is uh, doing these things and you're a man, you need to attend them. You need to stop being a little wimpy man and staying home, uh, cuddled up in your in your uh, in the warmth of your home. You need to get around with some grown-up men that are grunts, that are real, that don't, you know, uh, make excuses for their setbacks. Men that really uh, care for their families, care for the for the God that they serve, they care for their communities, and so they invest time in getting together in these type of type of camps uh, because they want to grow uh, in their faith um, as Christians and and they want to just serve the community. They want to serve God and. They're about the business. They're they're really about the business. I met so many new friends 
uh, that impacted my life. Sometimes you go you go to these retreats or these speaking engagements, and you think that you're over there to serve, in which you are. That's your job, or you're there, right? But a lot of the times, uh, something happens that even as a guest speaker, you end up learning a whole lot more about yourself, and then about others. And it, it, it's this is why it's so important that men uh, do these kind of things. I, I, one of my friends said, you know, I'm upset at my church. I'm, I'm really angry about my church not being open. Um, and I could feel his, like his, um, his pain, his annoyance, because why is your church still not open even after the Supreme Court has said you could be open even after the, the, the Supreme Court has ruled that you're essential, why is your church closed? Why? And don't please, don't come with some lame excuse of, you know, well, you know, we're, we're just being careful. You're the church. You're the church. I, last time I checked, we serve the God of the living and who is the living God. So why is your pansy church and your pansy pastor so scared to open the church? I don't get that. I'm not going to get that. I'm not going to understand that. There is absolutely no, zero excuses of why you, the church, don't want to open that, those doors. It's ridiculous, right? But I could feel his 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 annoyance, his pain. And, you know, at, at that moment, it's time to just look for a church that is about the business of the kingdom and not scared of government and politicians and is trying to, you know, and here's another twisting of scripture that they'll use. You know, well, you're, we're supposed to respect the law. We're supposed to respect, you know, the government. Not when the government is being a tyrant. Not when the government is being a bunch of fools and they're crossing the lines and like really taking your freedom. At that point, you need to be the church and be a open door for the community, for the people, for your people, whom, by the way, God has said, you need to shepherd. You need to look after the souls of them. So, you know, don't get me started because I'm I'm in a good mood here. I really am, truly. Came back with just, um, you know, I was in West Pennsylvania. And let me tell you about the men in West Pennsylvania. Those dudes are men. There was 115 dudes in there in the, at this retreat where I was invited to go speak for three days. And these dudes... Almost every single one of them, I, I think. I don't think I, I'm pretty sure that I would, I would safely say that 90% of those guys over there were servicemen, veterans. Uh, they're just grunts. They're, they're, they're men, dude. Like, like, they're about the kingdom business. I was so impressed by West Pennsylvania. I was so impressed by this pastor, uh, the, the pastors, the leadership, the elders of this church. And, and uh, we just had a blast, man. 
we just had a blast. There was man games there, like axe throwing. I know some of you in California are scared of uh, nail clippers, uh, toenail clippers, uh, you know, <laughs> much more so a axe in your hand being thrown <laughs> across a yard. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we were axe throwing. There was blindfolded uh, bow, uh, you know, bow and arrow in your hand, and, and you're blindfolded, and, uh, and, you know, there's sacks of whatever it was that you were aiming at. Fun games. Big old, uh, you know, carrying 100 pounds on one side and another 100 pounds on the other side, and you're, uh, you know, racing. Uh, uh, it's timed, and you're racing across the, uh, an open field, and whoever gets back and the most rotations wins. There was a guy by the name of Jack. Jack was 65 years old. He's 65 years old, and I ended up finding out that Jack is a uh, a former Army Ranger. This dude had a hundred pounds. I think it was maybe a little bit over a hundred pounds, but he had a hundred pounds with a with with a with a with a um, what is it? A, with a big old leather belt, and the whole uh, thing was that you had to hang on to these monkey bars as long as you could. And um, this dude, sixty-five years old, Jack is his name. Um, met his son. This guy held onto those monkey bars for a minute and 39 seconds. Now, that might not sound like a long time to you, but when there's weights around your waist, um, let's just say gravity starts to take place and starts to show you who's boss. So even I, I saw, I, saw I, I watched young men, young like able men, not last uh, 40 seconds, you know, uh, give up under uh, a minute. But here's a 65-year-old that, I mean, and, and you know what's really cool about these these dudes over there? They love Jesus, man. They love Jesus. Um, they were very stout in Scripture. They were very um, informed, very educated. These guys are theologians, man. Uh, just they, they heed the Word of God. They... They depend on the word of God. They they make sure that the word of God is taught correctly. Um, I, I was just impressed all the way through, man, um, and made some incredible friendships, incredible friendships. I'm still going to gra- uh, uh, brag about um, being the fi- five-time champion, undefeated by, just so you know, undefeated champion. There's this one game that we ended up playing with, uh, uh, and my partner on that on that particular game was, uh, a young man by the name of Joe. Joe uh, was in the army as well. Um, I think he deployed twice or three times. I'm not. I'm not sure. But we became good friends, man. And we played this game. We played this game that all of this is a stick that's grounded to the to the grass, and there's a plastic bottle and a, and and a frisbee involved in this game. And so there's two poles, identical, grounded to the ground to the grass and two plastic bottles that sit on top of this post. So it's got like a circular thing, like a like a placement where you could put the bottle on there. And the whole thing is, and you, and you, you separate them about, I don't know, I think like 15, 20 feet uh, away from each other. Uh, maybe 15 is more accurate. And the whole thing is that you, you're supposed to um, 
throw the Frisbee and knock down the bottle. And if you uh, knock down the bottle uh, and that team on the opposite side, it's only two, two and two. Um, if that bottle, if the, the bottle drops, hits the floor, the Frisbee hits the floor, you get three points. And whoever gets to 21 wins. Um, if you drop the bottle but catch the Frisbee, um, then that's uh, one point. So, you know, there, there's there, there's that element. And so anyways, we became five-time back-to-back champions of this uh, Frisbee tossing, tossing game. It was incredible. I've never had fun like that. I felt like a little young kid, and we were in mud, man. Pretty much we were diving in mud. Uh, it had rained. It had snowed. It was cold. I think it was like the, the warmest it got was like 30 nine or 40 i think at the at the warmest so uh you can imagine that but we had such a, a phenomenal time over there uh learning and playing and, and uh man it was just a incredible time but it's important that churches get it together and that we um you know assemble each other uh that we don't forsake each other as in the manner of some and we come together as men in these types of retreats and don't get it wrapped around don't get all crazy about you know playing on words and you know some people some men go well we don't call it a retreat we call it a gathering who cares what you call it just get together so dumb you know <laughs> it's so ridiculous you know be no, no no we don't retreat so we call it gatherings get over yourself just man up and get together i don't care what you call it have your church and your men come together. I talked to my wife, man, and my wife said something so uh, so good. She said, you know, in every church, and, and she's very big on this, she says, I always tell women, you know, you could have a women's ministry, you could have a youth ministry, you could have children's ministry, you could have all kinds of ministries. And she said, the most important one is the men's ministry. And this is from my wife. And she says, and the reason for that is that if the men have it together, then everything else is going to fall in place because you're the leaders. And man, I can I could not be any more prouder. I could not be any more prouder of my wife making that statement because it's true. God has called us to lead. And if you fail to lead, um, wow, you, um, <laughs> um, you know, I question your man card because you need to lead. Uh, and uh, and it's, it's so prevalent in churches nowadays where uh, men are absent, men are not there, and men make excuses. You know, the other thing that I noticed when I was at this retreat in western uh, Pennsylvania, the other thing that I noticed and I shared with her, I said, you know, when we've done... Um, picnics and or, or outings outreaches and whenever we have games the men here in california it's like you're like having to woo them to play a game to be involved it's like you have to like you know uh <laughs> I, I don't know it, it, you know it, it's hard to pluck them it's like plucking a a tooth you know uh you have to do all kinds of things for them to participate. Oh, it's too hot. It's too cold. Oh, I'm, uh, uh, you know, my, 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 
my uh my little uh <laughs> my little toe uh, uh I messed my little toe up. It, it's 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 crazy, man. Over there, I didn't hear one whimpering man. Not one. You heard that you heard me right. I didn't hear one man say, you know, it's too cold or it's too muddy or it's raining or it might snow. Every man, you didn't have to ask one man, hey, uh, are you going to participate? Every man participated. Every old, young, and in between, everyone participated. And I tell you this much, when I was leaving and giving my parting words over there, when I was coming back to California, my heart bled because I had never had such a wholesome time with a bunch of men that love the Lord and are about kingdom business. It was great, man. So, um, you know, I, I just, uh, I was left so impressed by, by these guys. But there's some other good news as well. And just so you know, uh, you guys that are out there, if your church would like me to go on a speaking engagement to your church, to visit your church and speak there or your men's retreat or your men's whatever, then you need a guest speaker. You could absolutely email me, have your church, uh, uh, you know, administrator or your pastor, pass them book, let them know to listen to this podcast. But if you uh, are planning to do something uh, as the months uh, uh, come by, uh, email me, info at kcds.net info at kcds.net. Just fill out the application there on my website. If you want the website, it's kcds.net, kcds.net. And uh, you can shoot me an email there. You fill out the form, send it to me. I'll get it. My staff will get it. And then um, we go from there and we go ahead and uh, book that speaking engagement. Um, And, you know, uh, we'll take care of all the details uh, via email and phone is how... um, Everything that is needed to get me to your church uh, event. So that there's that. Um, info at kcds.net is the email or the website kcds.net. Yeah, you can go there and fill out the form. The other thing I wanted to talk, talk to you about is I'm so grateful for those of you that are coming on board as monthly, monthly sponsors. And um, it's an easy way to do that, right? Um, Again, you could use my um, my website and and uh, you go to the kcds.net and there's a podcast right to the left of the logo, the shot collar logo. Click on that; it'll take you. Uh, it'll direct you right to the podcast. And there's a button that says support. And when you click support, it gives you a monthly three options. You could do ninety nine cents per month. per month or $9.99 per month and you fill out the information and you become a sponsor, a monthly sponsor of this podcast. And let me tell you, we need your support. We can always use that. There's many of you that are just, um, you became a monthly supporter and we want to thank you for that. I'm also making these keychains that are really cool. So if you um, if you want to uh, know 
uh, how to get a keychain. It's very easy. Just go ahead and um, uh, fill it out, and uh, and and we'll go ahead and and um, send you a keychain to to everyone that's uh, a subscriber, a monthly sub- subscriber. We want to send you something that's you know that's for you, something that that you can enjoy. But we're making these really cool keychains that are gonna be awesome. You're gonna love them. It's the logo, um, and uh, man, um, I, I'll if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see them. Um, the other way that you can also sponsor this show is by uh, going to PayPal, and on PayPal, uh, you simply uh, write my email, which is kcdiaz72 at gmail.com, kcdiaz, the number 72, at gmail.com. So kcdiaz72 at gmail.com. And on your PayPal app, um, you can go ahead and uh, give whatever you want to give. And I want to tell you this. If you're going to become a sponsor of this, it's whatever you want to give. You know, the the when you go to kcdiaz.net and you go to the support button, to the podcast button, podcast button and then you click on that and it takes you to support you click on that those are three options but there's also those options for venmo and paypal Uh, some of you have that app available uh, on your phone and we make that available because it's whatever you want to give from your heart i don't want you to ever think that you know um, if you just send three bucks or one dollar that that's meaningless no it's not it's every Thing that you uh, give from your heart, that's what you give from your heart. And and um, we receive it with gladness and we put it to use here so that we can continue this podcast and and really have a, 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 a you know, uh, a platform to share ideas. We have been, you know, while I was over there in, in Western Pennsylvania, you know, we talked about how, you know, these times like with Amazon uh, being, uh, uh, you know, canceling books uh, that are um, offensive in their eyes, right? Because they're, it's a cancel culture that we're in right now. So what? how do we, how do we beat that? How do we, uh, because I don't want to support um, these things if, if they're not going to, if they're going to be, you know, canceling things that I uh, value, things that, or, or companies that I uh, um, think that, you know, they're great and stout. If they're going to start counseling stuff, how do we how do we counteract that? And one of the things that we uh, we talked about over dinner was um, we need to support Christian organizations, Christian owned businesses, and when they start seeing that their 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 income is dropping. Then they're going to wake up, and this is what needs to be done. So support anything that is faith-based and, and, and anything that is sound, anything that is good. If you if you know if if you're looking for a baseball hat, and there's a Christian owner that sells baseball hats, buy the baseball hat from them, and this is how we win. Because if they don't want they don't want to hear our side, then they shouldn't have our money. Period. And if all of us do that across the board, you know, with every believer, and there is more of us than there is of them, if we do that, you know what's going to happen? They're going to scratch their heads because you're touching their income. And at some point, they're going to go, uh-oh, we blew it. Maybe we should rethink this. 
you know? So till then, till they, we got to send a hard message to the left-wing media, to all these, uh, you know, canceling Dr. Seuss. Really? It's, it's getting more ridiculous by the moment. So, you know, but I want to get to the good news. I want to get to the good news. But I want to say this. We need to support each other. We need to support Christian radio, Christian podcasting. We need to uh, Christian clothing lines, Christian jewelry, uh, all of that. Whatever it is, we need to support Christian-owned businesses. And we need to start that now. And, um, you know, so that's a way to really um, hit them where it hurts. And I think that we need to do that now. But there's some good news that I want to talk to you about. Um, as you know, if you've uh, uh, tuned into news or not, I haven't even listened to the news. Um, but I want to share a clip with you of Texas, man. About time. And I think that we need to follow suit. Other states need to follow suit immediately. But check this out. Here's a clip. Betting that the worst of the pandemic is history, Texas Governor Greg Abbott on Tuesday announced that all businesses can reopen at full capacity and that masks will no longer be required. I'm issuing a new executive order that rescinds most of the earlier executive orders. Effective next Wednesday, all businesses of any type are allowed to open 100%. Also, I am ending the statewide mask mandate. Abbott's executive order marks the furthest any U.S. state has gone to roll back tough restrictions on businesses and residents. But the governor on Tuesday said Texans still had a personal responsibility to control the spread. It's just that now state mandates are no longer needed. The easing of restrictions in Texas come as the number of new infections nationwide has fallen sharply in recent weeks, though health officials warn it is too soon to roll back mandates. And Democrats in Texas's largest county pushed back on the move. Harris County Judge Lena Hidalgo. But this is not the time to give up. I wish as much as anyone that we were done, that we were almost at herd immunity with a majority of people vaccinated. And I can tell you, I'm working day yeah, and night. You would. My team is working day, night, weekends on getting yeah. those vaccines out the door. Sure. But we're just not there yet. Masks are still considered the best first line of defense against COVID. And White House COVID-19 advisor Andy Slavitt on Tuesday told CNN he hopes Abbott will rethink the lifting of the mask mandate. For others in your community. <laughs> masks are your best line of defense. What? What a big, fat lie that is. And I'm going to stand by this argument in tooth and nail. I'm going to fight it tooth and nail. Because when you look at, when you look at these, you know, <laughs> scientists that are dealing with this COVID thing, right? And they're in the lab. And they're in the, these, I don't know how expensive those suits are. But those suits, those hazmat suits, have to be very pricey. Shoot, if you go to, if you get go on an ambulance ride, that's going to set you back a couple of thousand bucks, right? If you get an Advil in the hospital, that's a couple hundred bucks. If you get an IV 
in the hospital. That's a what? It's almost like a thousand bucks, if not more. So these hazmat suits have to be incredibly expensive. And, you know, they have, you know, filtration and there's tubes uh, to filter the air going in. And I think I talked about this, uh, you know, and those are hazmat suits that they use. There's gloves, you know, big old giant gloves that go all the way to your elbow when they're when they're handling this virus. And I just don't get how people say this and buy this. And then the people that actually buy what uh, this uh, Harris County judge, Lena Hidalgo, uh, just mentioned, you know, oh, we got to wear the mask. So this, let me get this straight. This 20-cent <laughs> mask, because that's probably how much they cost to make, Probably five cents a mask is what it's costing to make. And they're selling them out here for, you know, five, 10, 15, 15 bucks a piece. You're going to tell me that, let's say you got a mask for 50 bucks. Let's just say that you're telling me that that $50 mask will do the same kind of job that that hazmat suit that has a filtration system built in into the hazmat suit, that $50 mask will suffice, will do the same job that that hazmat suit is doing? Do you see the logic there or the lack of logic in this? That's a better word. It's a lack of logic. It doesn't make sense. But, hey, kudos to Texas for opening up, uh, they're opening up their business, and the masks are all going to hit the floor. It's done. There's a done deal. And I believe Mississippi followed suit right after Texas, and they're going to be unmasked, and businesses are going to operate at full capacity, full throttle. And that's really good. I'm hoping that every state, I live in California, so I'm pretty doubtful that, you know, until Gavin Newsom is kicked out, which, you know, um, that's that's said and done. That's that's a done deal. Um, hopefully, and I can't wait till he's unseated and we go through a special election here so we can get our next governor going and some changes are made. But until then, I'm pretty doubtful that California will be one of the states that will follow suit after Texas and Mississippi of uh, just getting rid of all the, the nonsense of the mask and then opening up every business, every business that's out there. So there's some good news for you there. Um, you know, I, I, and I'm, I'm proud of uh, Texas for doing that. Uh, I just, uh, I was at a layover in Dallas. Uh, we were still wearing masks. I think since it's an airport and it's federal, you might still have to wear masks there. But other than that, you come out of a, a federal building, I'm pretty sure that your mask is uh, no good and you could just go in and live free as in American. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but that's what I wanted to share, man. I hope that you are enjoying your time. If you're in Texas, I am so uh, jealous of you enjoying your freedoms and, um, you know, uh, going out to eat, uh, indoor dining and just Man, doing, doing life the way God intended it to be.
So again, thank you so much for joining me on the Shot Collar Podcast. If you don't follow me, follow me on Instagram at the Shot Collar Book. Instagram at the Shot Collar Book. On Facebook, I am under Casey Diaz slash author or dash author, whatever you want to. You'll find me. Casey Diaz slash author. Follow me there. And again, um, uh, would love for you to sponsor us monthly. Uh, very easy. KCDs.net uh, is the website. Right to the left of the um, to the left of the logo, you'll find a uh, an icon that says podcast. Click on that, and then you can choose three ways of becoming a monthly sponsor of this podcast. And the other way is if you just want to give uh, another way, and you want to give more, then you could use your PayPal or your Venmo. Very easily, just put um, uh, write my email down, kcds72 at gmail.com, kcds72 at gmail.com, and you can go ahead and give that way whatever your heart desires. Uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting us and being, uh, you know, being a vehicle for us to uh, create a platform that talks um, about logic, about common sense. Um, about Christian faith and values. And um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Love you guys. Until next time. Until next time. What do I always say? That's right. Keep Jesus first. Keep Jesus first.